Hello friends, this is Nayaswami Devi and I'd like to share some additional thoughts with you about the latest blog that we've written dealing with change and loss. This topic seemed so important for the world today with so much unrest and uncertainty and turmoil and it just felt that we all needed to dive into Master's teachings to see how we could find ways to deal with the common losses we face that we described in the blog, material possessions, loss of material possessions, uh, health challenges, and death of loved ones and friends. But I think a very important starting point for us to look at the whole picture is to see that this world really is not something that is stable, predictable, reliable. The Greek philosophers used the expression, all is flux, all is change. And of course, the basic teachings of India is that this world is maya, delusion. And the Sanskrit uh, meaning of the Sanskrit root maya is the measurer, that which divides the undifferentiated consciousness of God into many little separate parts or seems to divide. The undifferentiated unified consciousness of God, the light of God, is really what's behind all of this. And Master Yoganandaji would often take his disciples to the movie theater and in the middle of a very exciting or dramatic or scary part of the movie, he would tap them on the shoulder and point up to the beam of light coming from the projection booth. And he would say, it's all a play of light and shadows. And yet it seems so real and it causes us so much pain and suffering. And yet that is one of the great motivations of being on the spiritual path, of, seek, of practicing meditation, of seeking to raise our consciousness, because only by doing these things can we see past the shifting sands of this world of delusion. There's a wonderful story that Swami Kriyananda would tell, and I'll close with this thought, with this story. It's, the story takes is from the Indian tradition, and it's a story of Krishna and his devotee, Narada. And Narada is depicted in many, many stories with Krishna. He represents all of us, the, the, the seeker of truth, and Krishna, of course, is God, and God is the teacher. So in this story, Krishna and Narada are roaming through the forest, and um, they, come, they exit the forest and they come to kind of a deserted, desert-like area. And Narada turns to Krishna and he says, Lord, can you explain to me the nature of delusion, of this world seems so real and yet we hear that it is not? Can you explain this to me? And Krishna said, yes, I will explain, but first I am thirsty from all our wanderings. Do you see over in the distance there's a, a village? Can you go to that village and get me a glass of water? And Narada willingly runs off to get some water for his guru, Lord Krishna. And 
he comes to the first house in the village and he knocks on the door and it's answered the door is open and there's a beautiful young maiden the most beautiful person woman that Narda has ever seen and he just knows that he must make this woman his wife and he when she looks at him inquiringly he said oh lovely maiden I have fallen in love with you in an instant. Will you give me your hand in marriage? And the young woman looks at him and said, Well, sir, this is strange, but you must ask my father's hand in marriage. Ask my father to give you my hand in marriage. And so Narada finds her father. He happens to be the head man of the village. And he asks, he proposes, Will you give me your daughter in marriage? And the head man, the father, says, you seem like a righteous young man. Yes, I will agree, but on one condition. I have no sons, and I am old, and you must promise that when I die, you will take over and become the head man of the village. And so Narda, caught up in this drama, agrees, and the couple is married, and time goes by, and children are born, they have three children over time, and then finally the old father dies, and Narda becomes the headman of the village and rules it very well, very dharmically. But then the season comes and heavy rains begin to fall, and the rains fall harder and harder, and the nearby river begins to flood, and it, its waters begin to reach out and begin flooding the village and the homes are being washed away and the the farmland is totally flooded and the villagers know they have to flee for their life. So Narada and his wife take their three children and they begin rushing out of the village towards higher ground. And But the waters are already too high and Narada has one child in one hand and another the youngest child on his shoulders and he's holding the wife's hand in the other and she's holding the other child but the waters are too strong and the the wife is she's swept away and he loses his wife and one child but he with all his strength he pushes on and then the floodwaters wash away the second child and all that is left is Narda and the young infant that he has on his shoulders but then the waters rise and they too are washed away, and Narda is just drowned in uh, to oblivion. But then he wakes up, and he hears, he opens his eyes, and he's laying in the desert, sand, and he hears a voice nearby saying, Narada, Narada, and it's Krishna. And he said, Narada, I sent you out for a glass of water 15 minutes ago. And here I find you sleeping in the sand. And Narada realizes he touches Krishna's feet. And he said, now I understand the nature of delusion. And so, my dear friends, life is, as we wrote in the blog, the changes and losses are inevitable. But we need to strive with, with as much sincerity and determination and devotion and self-offering as we can to see past this dream world and to become united with the only source of true peace and well-being, and that's union with God. God bless you.